Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Welcome, cadets and commanders to the Stabcast, Sunsphere Technical Attack Brigades, a Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Rhyme, Justice for Cheap Chirpa, Slowoski, with Ben, waiting for the Gorox event, Kit Fowler, and Will. The Shatterpoint has no Ewoks, so he cares not. I'm and Tim. Tempest Force is mid. Hannon decided not to record with us, because, uh, stuff, I guess, I don't know. He's, he's on like a river, river. And he's drinking. All right, I good mean, for him. I think there's family nearby, so he counts it as like, you know, with other people. But Socializing, but, you know, eh. I think he's mostly just drinking on a river, but I, you know, I also, make no judgments. I mean, I drinking on a river. I, just... I, hate to, I hate to shit on your intro, but uh, Shatterpoint has had Ewoks announced. Oh, God. That's true. Or have they really? Or later in the year, yeah. It was in the big it, It's one of those reveals, games where yeah. they, they can put out enough right. releases fast enough. Like, it is like two to three releases a month. I was going to say, well, I, probably I haven't not even include seen the generic Ewoks you've listed here. Sure. Uh, it looks whoa, like it's. Whoa. Whoa. Cheap Sorry. Trip is not generic. I, I actually don't know what the Gorax event is because I'm not a Star Wars guy. So. Gorax <laughs> is like some big evil monster from Endor. Okay. Is that uh, the turtle the Ewoks are riding on in that photo no. from their Civil War? No, it's like it's kind of like Gorexes, it's apparently. like big, uh, big Bigfoot. Yeah, it's like a Bigfoot type creature. Is this from the show? This is oh, the from, cartoon show. Yeah, this is from I think the the, the, U, the YouTube shorts that they did. I think it shows up. Oh lord! Oh wow! Uh, yeah, we need I mean, to leave. It was, this it was zone. a deep. It was a deep cut. It was a deep cut. Um, Someone out there might have gotten it, Ryan. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. So wait, we, they've announced Ewoks for Shatterpoint. Have they announced like original trilogy stuff yet? I didn't think they yeah, had. They, I thought show, it was all... they showed off Vader yeah. and Han and Stormtroopers. Oh, okay. I we don't have the only Vader dance, we were... were getting was uh, like they're doing the we have Obi-Wan the... show Vader. Yeah, we already have Obi-Wan show Vader. Like I just picked him up today. Oh, wow. But, okay. Um, yeah, they've announced original trilogy will be out like maybe the end of the year or next year. Okay. Like that's, it was part that's of that what massive. I'll... Yeah, that's what I'll it's take on a look that release timeline. Yeah. It's on a release timeline. They didn't have a specific timeline, but they showed the pictures of them, like the renders and stuff from... It was all in that big Adepticon slideshow. Gotcha. And it's why Shatterpoint took half an hour and Legion got 10 minutes. And I apologize, listeners. We said this wasn't going to become a Shatterpoint podcast, but, you know, sometimes these things happen. (laughs) I never said that. I actually do like the fact that they've concentrated on just the prequel factions. I mean, I really like early... I mean, that's where I started that game. I do like it. Sure. That's a good place to grow into. Yeah. Um, obviously it's not my arrow of choice, but I'm glad they are sticking to one to get those kind of affiliations and teams really fleshed out. So if you wanted to play like prequel clones, you don't have like three models for a year. Yeah. All those youths who watched those movies when they were children, yeah. like Will, are now grown people with some kind of disposable oh, income. So for sure. We already yeah. have three flavors Make of clones and we're getting a fourth one with Mace Windu. This week on the 124th episode of the Stabcast, some battle reports... More Empire, because we definitely needed more of that in our lives. Grumble, grumble, grumble. And, you know, whatever else comes up, like Shatterpoint. Yeah. Let's get let's get it out of the way. Uh, ben, I'm going to flip a coin. We, so you... I went back to work. Like, I mean, work, work. Like, hold actually, on, like, this on. is I gotta, a I gotta, contract. I got to flip a coin here. Did you play no games, or did you just play Shatterpoint? Actually, I didn't play Shatterpoint. Oh, okay. Okay. We talked about Ben's Shatterpoint experience on the last show that you weren't on. You're right. Yes. Uh, sorry. You left us with Tim. Ugh. Sorry. You guys chose to record on a weird night. 
Well, it was the only time we were available for that weekend. It was Fourth of July weekend, oh, so I wasn't available. <laughs> I, I what little free time I've had, I definitely have been playing some video games. So I played, mm. uh, <laughs> I played the Spider-Man uh, PC release. So that's a beautiful game. Having lots of fun with that. I played some Tribes of Midgard, a kind of you know builder with Vikings, but you also right. you know that kind of stuff. So that's, that's been some fun. You also played still, another you know, hundred hours of Lotro. Listen, don't don't judge me in my Lord of the Rings Online. Mania. All right, it's, it's, it's a real thing. I, that I game is like lots 12 years time. old at this point, right? It's yes. 16 years old, sir. Jesus. My characters are old enough to drink now in some <laughs> countries. They can definitely drive cars. They definitely had their quinceañeras about to have their sweet 16s. So That's funny. No, legit. I think five of my original characters I, I created 16 years ago. So The sunken cost fallacy with Ben Fowler. Yeah. Like, so I actually did the actual math on how long I've actually played that game. Like actual number of hours logged in. Yeah, don't do that across all characters. Oh, it was it was don't bad. Do, don't do that. It it, it had four uh, digits. Was, I believe it. It was it was one year, uh, just shy of three months, like three weeks, four days, and some other hours. And I have played more since then. Well, thank and that's God you're not paying a monthly subscription. Time. Oh yeah, I'm not playing a monthly, like, which is nice. I mean. I was one of the, they were offered a lot of lifetime sales back in 2007. The I, fool offered a lifetime <laughs> membership, and Ben's making them pay every hour. Oh, it's so so. I'm nice. surprised that game's still making money. Like power to them within the you know I don't the cramped space. Well, I mean the servers are still running, so yeah. And it's, well, they yeah, talked about was, shutting it down like four separate times. I think no. See what you what you hear about is Amazon talks about releasing a new game, and it never uh, happens because they realize. You know, Lord of the Rings fans are just as bad sucks. as Star Wars fans and as bad as Star Trek fans. <laughs> like, really, like those are, that's one of those deep nerds lore pockets. And, and if you screw up the lore, they're going to be real mad about it. Right. So, yeah. That's I, I, one of those things. No, that, that game is, I mean, it's on a free-to-play basis, but there's, there's an in-game in store. I think that's what pays most of those bills, which I will say I actually appreciate. I mean, I'm not playing a sub, but I had been playing for 16 years off and on. Like, I took a six-year break at one point. But the game kept going, so that was nice. And so it's one of those, like, I do put money back in the game. I do buy the expansions when they come out. But sometimes I just buy stuff out of the store because I don't have that much time in my life. <laughs> and so, yes, does it help me, you know, do this thing faster? Sure, I'll pay for it. Does it help me get to this thing faster? I'll pay for that, too. Sometimes it is cosmetics. I'm not a cosmetic, you know, person. But, you know, sometimes you like the nice cosmetic. It sounds well, like kind of similar to how you purchase cosmetics for uh, miniature games as well. Since I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. As honestly, it's exactly it. I like to look like this, so I want to have this thing happen. So yes. I, I, I'm a man like with this. more money than time. So yes, I absolutely. <laughs> and Congrats, there are days Will, I think about man, you've just been compared to a free-to-play to games business model. Well done, <laughs> buddy. Well, speaking of things I so. painted before Ben's commission, Shatterpoint. You. <laughs> One day I'll have that commission back to me. One day. You will. <laughs> I'm. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> earlier today, I went to Sci-Fi and played Shatterpoint. Uh, Shatterpoint Sundays, come on out. We have a good group. Uh, and I taught podcast adjacent entity Brett how to. <laughs> I don't know his title at this rate. Yeah, we haven't done the enemy of the podcast thing in a long time. Podcast he's adjacent the entity. Podcast. He's clearly no, a, he's not. He's not. Not anymore. But he was actually in our voice chat right before we started recording, and we told him to leave because he had actual reasonable opinions. Yeah, so. yeah, we don't have that. Far <laughs> too reasonable for a that's podcast. That's not how good podcasts are made. No. That's, that's not. you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you can't have a podcast full of agreeers. That's also no fun. But I mean, yes. No. No, I think it's a lot of f- 
fucking fun. Yeah. Now, Brent had a questionable experience. Uh, the first time he played Shatterpoint was two very new players, you know, both trying to read the rule book and play the game at the same time. Not a great time. So Brett came up. I actually showed him the game. He uh, has a much more positive opinion of the game now. Although his his terrible first experience didn't stop him, you know, buying a core set and three or four expansions. But, you know, that's, that's, that's just That sounds Brett. very much like Brett, yeah. Yeah. It also sounds like Brett. That's probably the talking. It's the little grabby raccoon hands. Yeah, grabby anybody. raccoon, new game, new minis. <laughs> uh, he, of course, has it, he has Bretted all over his Shatterpoint minis. They are oh, yeah, he has. a unique color and shape. Brett has color combinations that he loves, which often I do. I appreciate. I do appreciate what he does with them. <laughs> His uh, so you saw the photos of his blue and bronze commandos. His two twelfth clones were bright red, and Cody I mean, was yes. bright red with a green helmet, and Obi Wan was neon green. So it was it, choices a, he, were made. It's Christmas or a traffic light. I enjoy that Brett doesn't let things like doubts stop him from his paint jobs. <laughs> he envisions something and it happens, and then he sets the thing down and it has happened. You know, I like. Someone like me would be weak and say, should I do this? Brett has no such qualms. No. He just goes. He, he never asked the question. The st- I mean, it's a stream of whatever's in there goes on to the miniature. That's fair. And, and normally there's like some kind of thematic piece while he's yeah, doing it. Like his, like his, his, his legion is all crack me up. His legion is all organized where he'll call squads like this is the blanks. This is the. He's got like a Mario Mario Party yeah, squad. Mario Power Rangers. Like yes. yeah. he'll, he'll have a theme for everything. It's not a cohesive army theme. No, not it's like just, a, a theme just by for unit, so he can yeah. say, this is the and Power Rangers. And his Veers is painted like Leia, and his Leia is painted like Veers. It's a yeah. really interesting... And he did that when yeah. both those models were very hard to find, and they were his extras, I think. I think <laughs> it so. Was a spiteful like it, it was an odd... <laughs> or one of them but was, was in also high demand. Yeah. A very funny joke about just cross-session characters at the time. Like We were talking about a movie where that popped up, and it sounds like, you know what, I'm doing it. Wait, 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 what? You're doing what? Like it was a Victor Victoria joke. Like it, it was. A, and that is why you should always cultivate interesting friends. Like, let's just be honest. Yep. That's why you keep 100%. Keep, keep exactly. So Brett played uh, Obi-Wan Cody 212th and then Luminara Barris and uh, Clone Commandos. I played Ahsoka and Ventress with all the Mandos as well and uh, decided that I really wanted Ahsoka to go punch Barris Afi just for reasons. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah, canonically appropriate reasons. I was say, we yeah. we had a good fun game. Uh, again, teaching Brett the actual rules, which every time a rule came up that he learned wrong, he was like, "Oh, this makes much more sense now, now that I know the actual version of it." So we had a good time, uh, and it was super close. But Brett won the first struggle, then I won the second struggle, and then by a single point that he got from scoring a momentum by taking out one of my miniatures. He won the third struggle and was the victor. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, clone commandos are were. really good. Yeah. yeah uh, Luminara yeah. has an ability for two force to take and remove all wounds and conditions from a friendly model. Oh, like It's just called full heal. That seems broken. <laughs> she she does. She touches the snake and heals it. You know that. that no, no. I think that you remember that reference. It is. Yeah. There yeah. could be a couple it's, different it's, references there, but. I am speaking strictly in Star Wars terms, yeah. sir. Yes, yes. What yes, else yes, would I be yes, referring to? Uh, what you do in your own time is up to you. Exactly. And what Luminara does to others is her own business. But she fully heals them afterwards. 
<laughs> and uh, just a few, you know, I hadn't played against those units before. It was cool to see them on the table and a few surprises from them. But yeah, it, was, it was a really fun game. And then I think Brett's, I, I left the shop and then Brett stayed and played a few other games. We had, we had I think, seven people. And that's why I, I bowed out after the first round so they could all have matches and continue playing. But uh, it was a great time. Nice. I do love Shatterpoint. Uh, the more I play it, the more I'm like digging it. Really digging it. And unfortunately, it's really kind of replacing Marvel as my skirmishy side game, which I do love Marvel, but Hold on. Hold on. What? Skirmishy side game? Yeah. What's your, what's your primary game? Theoretically, Legion. I think when about When was the last time you played Legion? <laughs> uh, uh, you played two weeks ago. Yeah, it was on I the came last out episode. to a Wednesday. Yeah, you're on, it was on the, on the last episode. You were there when I came out to yeah, that Wednesday Yeah, that was not yeah. two weeks ago. I think it was four. Three weeks ago. But it, uh, yeah. that was anyway, weeks. No, all it was right. like three weeks ago. All right, all right. Just saying, just saying. It's not my primary game yet, at least. <laughs> <laughs> As he lies to himself. <laughs> I, I, this is the when we got to Legion. This is a conversation that we had quite a bit in the early yeah. days. Oh, for sure. Having come from X Wing, yeah. X Wing, I can play three games in a night. Yeah, I can play one Legion game. Yep. And so no, that, that is, if I that get is, there early enough, that I mean, is definitely a yeah, like a drawback working till, for sure. Working till seven, like I can actually get to Sci-Fi yeah. and play Shatterpoint on a weeknight. That's definitely been a plus for me because it's. It's hard for me to get out and play Legion. No, I, I get that. Yeah, I definitely get that. I just have to. I have to throw out the you know contractually required amount right. of shade. No, that that is still true. I just mean that it's replacing Marvel, which makes me sad. But I think every issue I had with Marvel is kind of corrected by Shatterpoint. See, like I was really waiting in Marvel to all all the X Men I really wanted came out, and mm. then they did come out. But then this game also came out, <laughs> and so and they I mean, still haven't. I, they've announced I think everything you've wanted now, but that's yeah. Still they've not announced out. everything. I mean, but I could see if, if Marvel this had this kind of battle system. Oh, I could, I could, lo- I could learn to love that. Yeah, like I, mean, I played a game of Marvel after Shatterpoint, and it's just having the dice just deal straight damage again. It's like, oh, I kind of preferred when I got to pick if I wanted damage or conditions or pushes or whatever. You know, like that's really fun in Shatterpoint. Flexibility in play, Man, yeah. Player agency, get that yeah. shit out of here. Getting to like <laughs> pick what my attack results do to the enemy, depending on the situation. It's really cool. Guild Ball did that kind of stuff, and I loved it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I never won a Guild Ball. I mean, I really <laughs> no, no, me neither did I. I yeah. sucked. <laughs> and it definitely was a game. The only person Ben who beat was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that and that night nearly ruined our friendship. So I mean, it did. It did. I was real mad. Yeah, I was real I was mad. Just, I was just sitting there watching that happen. <laughs> Which is okay. I, uh, you know, we've had other games nearly ruin our friendships. So. It's, yeah. it's also true. We've had a couple come to Jesus meetings. The, a couple the middle guys, minis I also made apologize. Ben nearly quit miniature building because he could not get that one girl oh, to stand on her single foot. Could not. I spent many time holding glue, pinning glue, holding glue, glue it again. She fell down. Mother of goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I've been playing Shatterpoint, not Legion. It's been fun. I regret nothing. Woo, I regret nothing. <laughs> uh, so Ryan, save us, because Tim is not yep. here to tell us about whatever Canadians beat him down this week. That's right. So, yeah. Which, by uh, the way, congrats, Canada. We appreciate you doing God's hundred percent, hundred percent. Appreciate you serving up the humble pie. Yes. Now, uh, I've I've my played. I've slowed down a little bit, because um, we've had Yavin Base is in its final stages. Uh, we are in the top four, and the Bush Pigs have just uh, scrubbed out of our semifinal. So now we're in the bronze match. 
Uh, I have gone 0-4 on the season. It's been great. I had a fun game with uh, Seth. I tried to get my vengeance for the Dallas Open. God knows how many years ago. Uh, it did uh, not go great. Uh, I had a lovely time. Uh, the dice were, were a factor. I probably made a misplay turn zero, uh, but that was always fun. But one of the favorite games that I look forward to every year is Friend of the Show also uh, from Dallas, Ethan Judd comes up with his family on vacation around the 4th of July every year, and we always manage to to sneak a game of, of Legion in. So he came up to, to Sci-Fi City, let his family go do something in Gatlinburg for the day, and he brought some Cody clones. I had Tauntauns in my bag from that last store championship, and we had a lovely game of Intercept the Transmissions. And he brought us some cool terrain offerings, which was very nice, some some Crash TIE Fighter stuff that actually fits one of the sci-fi city kind of table aesthetics really well, which is really cool. And we, yeah, we, we squared off and dice were, as soon as dice kind of got rolled, uh, everything kind of came up Slawoski and it was, you know, I complain about, about dice a lot, but this, uh, this game, I was the definite opposite end of the spectrum my my white saves were roll i i rolled above 50% at or above 50% it was it was nutty um tauntauns got into the all three units got into the the clone gun lines tying up three different units it was kind of a clone gun line triple naked barks um with kind of cody chewbacca leading the charge and so there was no real jedi to worry about so i got to kind of crash in with impunity and the Tons just kind of refused to, to die. One, they, they eventually slowly got down, but when I don't have to play hold at any cost on Interceptor Transmissions till turn five, uh, we kind of played it out. And by the time he, he got the Tauntauns off of him and needed to push for the center point, once I got enough unit leaders to, to mean he couldn't have a majority on two of the three points... Uh, we decided to call it a game and go to Schultzbrau uh, with Nate, local Nathan and drink beer and eat schnitzel. And it was a, a delightful mean, evening. I do wish all of my days ended that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. Yeah. So, uh, Ethan, thanks for coming out, man. Thanks for the good game. I wish it would have been more based in the actions that we chose to take as players. Uh, but you know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it happens. Um, I got, it was payback for, for my Yavin base league where I got completely tossed. Um, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was a really, it was a really fun game and it was fun watching Ethan, who I really respect as a player. It was his first game with Cody. And so watching him try to like figure out his strengths and weaknesses while I just, you know, bludgeon him with tauntauns. Um, I mean, watching as you people, do. Yeah. Wa but watching the players, like in live, try to figure stuff out and try to, and we talked through our, our turns and our activations and stuff um, was, was a fun exercise of like, okay, how does this kind of gunliney character deal with this shot calorie running up and shutting his gun line support down? Um, yeah. When I've got three of his heavy weapons, they're not dead, but they're not shooting at range either, which just lets Mark II kind of creep up either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, I guess I mean was the fire support just not killing Tons fast enough? Um or did they just crash so hard so quick they just couldn't get him? He he really only had one shot to do it. Um I 
against most Republic lists with my Tons, I'll go standing orders first. He did not go standing orders first, or if he did, he lost the roll. Well, he won the roll off, so he had to go first. Um, my supports came out of my bag, thankfully, quite late. So, yeah, that would. I, I I had them. I had them pretty well hidden or covered up early, to where I could launch them pretty quickly, turn two, just to tie stuff up. Because I'm used to losing one full squad or probably three taunt minis on the approach into a red save gun line. That's that's tends sure. to be what I expect. Um, but they they just kind of got there. There was some good terrain for me. We played kind of major, and I I did a split deployment where two of them went up at the the top edge of my box, and then one of them went down at the edge of the panhandle to kind of threaten the uh, his safe intercept point because it was triple bark. Then Cody, some core, and, and Chewbacca, and I wanted him to have to commit some of the core troopers over there, um, since the Barks can't just sit and score. So uh, it was it was a it was a rough game, but but we had a good time. He made it a the good old college try of it, even though it was probably over turn three. We played all the way halfway through turn five, just because you know we he drove all this way, and we were by God we were going to play a game. So let us first appreciate uh, Ethan's good, lo- good, lovely wife who lets him get away from the vacation. Sure. Absolutely, let you play a game. I'm assuming this year they came up to go see the Bucky's, the biggest gas station in the <laughs> United States. So, so, like total side tangent. Do you know how Bucky's, like every new one they open, is bigger? Th- is the new biggest gas station? I'm uh-huh. assuming it'll be the biggest one in the solar system soon. So, well, the way they do it is fascinating because they buy a plot of land and then like make plans and drawings for each of their new stores with extra, like an extra parcel of land next door and, and plans that are for extra so they can advertise with that. And then they reconfigure it at the end when a new Bucky's is being planned. They sell off that extra land that they never intended to use. So now <laughs> the next one to open is now officially the biggest. You tell me that I have been snookered by a yes. gas station company. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> now, I will be honest, fraud. listeners. If you've never seen a Bucky's, go Google it. B u c c e e. You don't need to actually go because, dear God, no, I love I mean, Bucky's. I, I love. No, I love Bucky's. I do, but don't go to one that's been opened recently. It'll take no. you forever to get oh, in no. if we get out. Yeah, this yeah. new one in Sevierville. Is it like an hour wait or something? It's no. it's summertime in on the exit that gets you to Dollywood, which yeah. I know some of yeah. you laugh. Dollywood, no legit guys. That's a real honest. It's, 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 it's a real place, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's great. They've actually uh, it also a real theme park lately. Yeah, it's a real theme park. I mean, it's but it's also it's busy. Like that is the road to get in and out of those mm-hmm. places. Yeah. Oh, Gallenberg, Severe Hill, Pigeon Forge have oh, one road. It's, yeah, one yep, road just, in and out. Yeah. Because I mean, they'll never be that popular. But you know, if you've got one in, in you know in the growing areas, because they also pick them so they're not in major metropolitan areas, they're in between right. them. Yep. So nobody well, it's when you're going on your way to something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like ev- we yeah, passed every, the one on the way up to Cincinnati. Every big tournament exactly. I go to, I stop and get all my my tournament snacks and my big drinks. Absolutely. Going to Dad's house, I pass two. When I'm going to Nashville, I pass one. I mean. I passed one when I'm going to Alabama. Anyway, what we're saying is, Bucky's, if you're looking for a Star Wars Legion podcast to sponsor. (laughs) To advertise. We travel. (laughs) We're Southern. We're definitely in people who are listening who can travel to your locations. We're not British. We're not not British, (laughs) nor are we damn Yankees. So, you know, we can take care of that for you. That's right. We'll get rid of Tim if we really need to make sure of that. If if they just paid us in brisket, I mean, I'd I'd take that that contract right now. Yeah, for sure. Yes, the gas station has brisket. Have your people call our people. 
Oh, by the way, has brisket? There's like 15 people making brisket. Like it's not yeah, like we do brisket on the side kind of thing. Like actual no, honest to goodness. Yeah. And it's, it's not and on it's, a roller. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, now I imagine <laughs> an entire brisket. brisket on a roller. <laughs> just gets so sh- chewed up. Oh, God. You just, yeah, you just, you just take a, a handful off of it. Anyway, someone save us from this conversation. I had an actual question for Ryan, though. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few episodes ago, you did say... Now I'm free. I don't have to play Tons anymore. And I yes. don't think I've heard you not playing Tons since that day. It's also true. So a couple of games that I've played Tons have been uh, Yavin Base, where we actually have to try hard. Um, I also know it's just in your bag, like you said. It's in, it's, yeah, it's in my bag. But my last Yavin Base game, I played Cassian, Ahsoka, a Sniper Strike, two full commandos, and three rebel or two rebel troopers with captains and the shotgun bros and a naked fleet. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. Um but yeah, for for Yavin base, I've been playing Tauntauns because we're playing, a, you know, very competitive players, and that's the list I am I am best with. Um, and then yeah, it's just me Your being unorganized. Yeah, I'm doing great. But what uh, if you were to change your bag? Sure, and I, and I keep meaning to. to uh, I do really like Ahsoka Cassian. I think Cassian's cards really really help Ahsoka a lot. Oh, you're the gonna tr- play it with Pikes then. The trick is hell no. Um, I'm a purist. I'm a purist. We all know this. I know. The trick is keeping Cassian. I am f- in range of Ahsoka when she needs to use his abilities, and that's that's been the sticking point. And so I'm leaning towards I need to maybe start to learn to play Pistol Cassian a little bit more so he can be up in the thick of things. Because usually when you play Sniper Cassian and then a Jedi, like they're not range three of each other. Because moving Cassian is is so hard because either a he's like clambered up somewhere high the cumbersome change certainly helped him but aim tokens are just so valuable to him with marksmen especially in a in a dark trooper meta that giving up the aim action before you shoot is is very tricky but k2 also really helps support ahsoka by giving her a little bit of you know cover and then on aim and a dodge token she can hit like a truck when she wants to that's true so I've got to ask this question because yeah. I've been thinking about it for a while and you and I are very similar in this. We have a long history of being people who purposely play against whatever the meta mm-hmm. is, whatever yeah. the current fan piece. I kind of think you and I may be limiting ourselves by the fact that we're not playing Pikes and, and Black Suns. Now, I'm currently not playing them because Will has yet to paint them because of the commission. All right. So, um, so I know the game. I also, also have game, three sets it. of Pikes. They are still in shrink. I've bought none of them. Um, they've been given to me as, as, as prizes or raffles or whatever. Um, what do you mean by limiting ourselves? What's your, what's like, your barometer so then? Are you, are you just are, talking about just win loss? Are we just limiting the things that we can do inside of our factions because we are unwilling? And I am currently unwilling. I mean, like we're, we're going to make a joke that I don't play with the, uh, the PK, uh, repair droid. I just don't. Mostly because I don't he's, see the value in wasting that on a B1. All right, maybe in some few other places. But I just, in uh, general, I don't bring that card. I'll bring Ma- healers in every other faction. Ma- but Magna my, Guards like are pretty CIs. cool, bro. Um, sure, but, you know, most of the time, if they're that place where they're dying, they're already dying. I think the point is, are you yeah. arbitrarily putting a limit on yourself yes. when that yeah. could open up better list options? And I'm I'm sure I am. But I'm also, like, you can stretch that idea out to its fullest extent, too, where... I'm limiting myself because I only play rebels. Yeah. Um, well, like true, if I wanted also, to be a successful a place of, this player, this is my thematics. This is also yeah. my 
this is my faction. So I, I get you're a one faction man, and I, I can, I can applaud that. I get it. Rebels are yours. Could you make Lando work if you fully utilize Black Suns and Pikes or whatever the other well, pieces may be? I can't take Black Suns. Just Pikes and Swoops. Which he and did play. Your, yes. I did play swoops. I so I have played swoops. Um, I've also we, we, never. We've, we've talked about how the pikes are probably better than most of your core. They are better they than. They are better. They are. Yeah, all the core. All, all the core. Let's just go Probably say, better, better than, than all, all the core. core. Rebel vets, vets it's a, it's a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, For the points. No, yeah. The points is the problem with the vets versus pikes argument. Yeah. It's it's interesting at because least hit, so they have a little better offense. Maybe. They search hit, and the core slot is not the rebel moneymaker slot. Not sure. at least not right now. And since pikes don't count towards your mandatory minimum, you have to bring would, three rebel core. I and would then three give pikes. them a look if I was going to do like a six rebel core list. And there are some players who do that, and that's cool. Um, I don't tend to play that way. And and part of me is just like I drew a line in the sand that I'm only playing rebels. I've also just drawn in a line in the sand that I'm only playing these rebels. Like I'm gonna play Ewoks when they come out, even though they're technically mercenaries. Um, right. But you guys, how long have we played games like miniatures games together? Um, uh, don't we're actually near in what, eight years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, been, it's been a good. It was good like 2015, <laughs> 2014. And, yeah. and even in X Wing, I've never played what's popular or optimal like that's not fun for me the fun for me is solving the puzzle cube that is the the metagame or the const- working within the constraints I, I put on myself even when my faction even when the ghost in x-wing was doing really really well i wasn't playing that flavor of ghost even though i'd been playing the ghost forever um and it's and i get why people do it i get why people list flip-flop and faction flip-flop and play what's popular because if their barometer is success is just the the win loss column. Like yes, right. I'm a competitive player, but I have to do it on my terms. I have to do it the way the way that I want to do it. And just playing what is optimal isn't fun for me because then I think you can take a lot of like the feeling of success and just attribute it to the list. You know, if that I, makes sense. And I think we all everybody has to bring their own like you said barometer to that, but I agree that there is a point where personally like there's a point where the game is so like there's a there's a play style that i just don't enjoy so much that even if i was gonna even if you told me like if you play this you will win x event it's still like i don't want to spend all day like my example is a clone standby turtling like i never did that play style you never really did that yeah i remember i I think you did it once and then you're like this is so unfun yeah i did it once to see what it's actually what it does and i went oh cool i hate it I don't just and, hate playing against it. I hate standing there yeah. and just going, token, token, right. token, token, token. Do you walk towards me? Oh, you didn't this turn. Okay. Next turn, token, token, Next token. Turn. And, and as and as we talk about this, I don't want like any rebel player out there who plays fish or anyone who oh, faction yeah, there's no swaps. In that. There's no, no judgment there. Like if if that's what I mean, is that you bring your own if personal. Playing optimal is just what's there. fun for you and and playing whatever that gives you the best chance of success. That's that's great. Yeah, like as long as you're having fun doing that. That is not what's fun for me. Solving the the meta puzzle is what's fun for me and that requires experimentation and requires playing weird different stuff. Well, um, and the reason I say that is cuz you have expressed some so a, a growing disinterest in the game because you feel like you're kind of set in a place where you're struggling. Oh, rebels are rebels yeah. are in a rough yeah. spot for sure. Yeah, 
And so now we had an entire podcast dedicated to that conversation when you weren't here because we knew that's what your response was going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, last episode. That was last episode, guys. Go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. Will and uh, Tim and I definitely disagree with you. I don't think they're that bad a spot. Is Empire dominant? Of course it is. It's Empire. That's what we keep – also because they keep making stuff for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get there. To. I mean – so, yeah. like, we talk about, like, I'm not a great Jedi player inside my CIS faction. I was mediocre to okay with Luke. I was back when that was the only thing you could really play him in. Yeah. Um, like, the, the original Commander Luke. I, and I've watched, you know, Luke be used really against me in, in horrifying ways. Mm-hmm. I'm just, that's just not my cup of tea in my faction. Because I know what I'm trying to do with my faction. And it almost never involves a Jedi because, or, or a, a Force user. Which is I'm funny because you love Kraken. Like, that to me is hilarious. I love Kraken. I love Kraken to death. I know. Because he's, like yeah, he's half the cost of a Jedi. He's half the cost of a Jedi. And it's one of those, like, I want to spend all the points. Like, I am a guy who's going to do with a Zerg. I want as many activations yeah. as possible. And, you know, you just can't do Force users are that much more expensive inside yep. my own faction. No, that's fair. So, like, I feel sometimes I handicap myself by not figuring out Asajj and, you know, Dooku. I, I guess my biggest, yeah. my biggest gripe with Rebels right now is I think more than any of the other factions, we have so many units that are they're just permanently sidelined like i don't i don't see at the le- they are permanently sidelined at the level that i tend to play like i'm not gonna mess around with stuff that's just fun like i have to play something that i think can at least go to a local store championship and do reason maybe not win but do reasonably well with like i'm not just i i physically can't play something i know i'm gonna walk into a game and lose um and I think they're a huge section of the Rebel roster is just not particularly playable. They have some competitive pieces, but as someone who likes to list build and likes to tinker, you can only put those pieces together in so many ways. Does that make sense? No, it it's does. like you have you have two parameters where it's like at least go two and one, but then also not, not a certain degenerate. play style yeah. that you don't enjoy. <laughs> and um, it seems like that window is narrowed and from your perspective and yeah and like, i'm not saying that rebel lists are winning because of pikes like i'm just like i know that i'm just talking about handicapping ourselves with certain units sure um no but like i think if you look like i said you look at the rebel roster and where i think they need help it's not rebel vets they don't need help it's it's sure. rebel troopers and fleet troopers that are like we take them kind of because we have to in any time, you never see someone other than like Matt Evans out of Indy take a fourth Rebel Trooper. Mandos may come back. We'll see. I think some people have been doing some cool stuff with them. Pathfinders, you don't really see. Um, the speeder truck has kind of gone away. ATRTs dead in the water. Uh, Wookiees completely gone. Commandos and strike teams are pretty much gone. Um, Din IG. Sabine to some degree, toasted, Lando, toasted, Jin toasted, um, Han toasted. Like they're it, all there's very just, situational. Huge yeah. points of our of our army that you just can't play. And like you say, super situational. And we'll get into this when we talk about Tempest. We I mentioned it when we talked about Bright Tree. The game is spooking me because it feels like it's going into a very rock, paper, scissors direction. And for a two and a half hour game where you can just walk up to a table and feel like, oh, you know, I brought my my dark trooper list and I just found the all oops, all impact guy. But then the oops, all impact <laughs> guy wins that game and then has to go play against, you know, Pike spam. Like, no matter how good you are as a player, like those games are just not to say they are unwinnable, but they are 
very difficult to win from the from the onset where i felt like earlier on in the game it came down to a lot more of the actions you chose to take at a table rather than just list building of of counters does that well and as a game diversifies lists get more and more specialized because they have more options to just refine exactly what they're trying to do so that's just kind of a i feel like that's just a natural consequence of the i think i think it's no but i think it's more than that because i think we can all agree that dice things yeah dice pools have gotten Large. way bigger than the than the original rule set had in, ever like kind of envisioned them to be. And so objective play is less important because you go play objectives now at the end of the game when you just kind of see what's left uh, on the table. And so shooting and big dice pools has become much more valuable. And so you bring these big kind of everybody's got a little bit of a gun line or a super hard melee skew where I just try to kill you. And then we'll, we'll see where the objectives sh- shake out. Um, and that's been one of my, my big frustrations because, you know, back in the day, I was, I was the objective only player and I could win and snake games just by playing the objective and not touching you. And I can't do that anymore. So, and the design space for rebels. Like, I don't, I hate to go on a rebel, anti rebel tirade. We can cut this. Um, we'll see. Rebels struggled with a faction identity for a long time because we used to be the cool command card faction. And then I think the second wave of second or third wave of clones and CIS um, really kind of invaded on that territory. And then they just kind of brought everybody's command cards up, which is fine. But now we're just the search to crit faction. And that is super boring. (laughs) But is that at what point are you just kind of clinging to a the way the game used to be kind of mindset like back in um, my day the die pool sure, no, and my dodge mattered i think that's definitely part of it for sure and I'll, I'll and i'll own that but i also think that's the game that i signed up to play and that i mean that was how the game started and the game we yeah learned and and so like i'm not saying legion's a bad game i'm saying like i am less gung-ho than i was two years ago about it because i i have to play more of a shooty combat focused focused game and that's just what you're right that is what the game has evolved into a i think my faction is also the worst at that um because we we don't like our dice pools our our attack pools are worse except for the places we have search crit and our defense tech is worse um and so that makes that makes that really hard but that's also not the way i want to play like sure so that's kind of gets me back to the question that i was asking because pikes are very good at all the shooty pieces because they throw all yeah, the, and the defensive tech and they're all and the, defensive yeah. tech. Yeah, they're, they're very good I at mean, the non-objective play where they just kind of stand, dodge, or aim, dodge, or sh- shoot, whatever, you know, take a green token and, and yeah, roll dice. they're free dodge and shoot, yeah. Because yeah. Michael Henry, again, did not win any of the tournaments he's been to in the last, you know, month and a half. It's fine. Since he's been, since his, he's been playing Rebels, yeah. That's his business. <laughs> <laughs> but the list I was quite impressed with. The list I was quite impressed with. Because it did all those things, had all the guns, had all the had yeah. the defensive tech pieces. Like it seems to be an answer to to that. I'm just saying he's playing Cassie without K two, and that's the problem. I would say actually, I mean, it's for the command cards. And just be honest, it's command cards. But I think he drops Cassie and he can put those points someplace else. <laughs> the Cassian cards are really good for Ahsoka, though. They are very. They're really good for, good for Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I mean, that's free really refresh good. the wounds for tokens thing. Is that, is that hundred point commander tax for those good cards? But they are awfully good cards. Yeah. Better than a fifty-point commander tax for no good cards. Yes, right. Very true. Another question 
that I think I brought up last week when we kind of had the first half of this discussion, something I thought about was, let's say, like, yes, these changes are a negative effect based on, you know, how you feel about the game, what the things you want the game to do. Can you put it, like, can you fix it? Can you put the genie back in the bottle about big die pools? Like, how do you you correct the state of the game if I've like, and I've, I've had some interesting issues yeah and I've I've talked about this with a lot of people who are a lot smarter than me um, I think a couple ways you can do it is you can granulate cover more there's nothing in the game since it is a living rule book that says we can't add like a cover three step mm-hmm. where you we have two flavors of cover to kind of help bring defensive tech up in in as offense has also but, gone up um, okay but didn't didn't we just give cover to everything? Right, but more levels of it. But more levels of it. Um, right. I think the free tokens, uh, tokens are 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 too cheap and easy now. Uh, to where no matter kind of what your die pool is, so many things can just generate a whole bunch of on both sides of the dice uh, dice modifications that it doesn't much matter. Um, and critical, I've, I've said this for a long time, and then I played critical 12, and I still hated myself for it, but it's the only way I stayed competitive. Critical's in way too many places to wear, because that is the ultimate thing that just means your positioning choices, your defensive tech choices don't matter. You just kind of punch through stuff. Um, critical needs to, like everything that has critical one or two or more just needs to get cut in half, at least. Um, or go to sur- like a search to hit a limiter on that and it's almost um, like you can see a response to the critical spam in pikes because they just gave a unit flat out maneuver to deal with yeah all the yeah, crits that are flying did. around but that's I mean, kind yes, of the, they did. <laughs> that's also the that's but, it, like, but it's also a really boring <laughs> static way to do it well it's like throwing water on an oil fire it just made it yeah. bigger and worse for the people that don't have you know yeah exactly those keywords and things so and i don't know i don't and yeah. i think if you look at the war gaming landscape Legion's in a fine spot. Like, I will gripe and complain, and and that's just kind of part of my nature. Um, It is. The thing that's frustrating, though, is I can sit down with, with, you know, we do it here on the show or, you know, after Legion night or after a tournament, and I think they only have to tweak a few things to get the game into it. Like, and that's the the frustrating thing is how easy it's going to be to tweak to get the game into a better spot, and it's just not being done i don't think it's i don't think this game is is so far gone it's just it's waned my excitement a little bit that's all that's all um i don't think it's in a bad spot i don't think the game is broken or unplayable by any stretch um i'm just arguing that i want more things to be viable so we have more variety um because as as we kind of bring this conversation back around to that rock paper scissors element if there's more rocks papers and scissors that really hurts the players that skew super hard one direction if they can if they have to be ready to counter seven good lists instead of three. Yeah. When the if a game only has two or three valid, you know, air quotes valid meta options, it does reduce what you have to plan for if you're anticipating, you know, being in the undefeated brackets, that type of thing. Yeah. Because like right now you can be like I have a if I have a plan for Blizzard and Darks and Pike spam you know like if I somehow have a list that handles all three of those it's like then I'm feeling pretty good, right? Right. And and I think if the more like solid lists that come up or at least we bring the the top end lists more in line with each other and the more like 
really viable options are, it's going to really promote those generalist lists to do really well. Yeah, like I think we're seeing a bit more variety of like a lot of Republic Cody lists, a lot of like Shadow Collective doing different things. Like I don't think I see as much well, of the like, six pike stuff. Yeah, and I'll even say that for for Republic, like. For me, Republic has like two viable lists, right? Like really, and I'm sure Republic players will get mad at me, but I feel like it's Cody gunliney stuff, and then Anakin barks, and sometimes Cody Anakin barks. Cody Anakin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kanakin is making lots of uh, appearances in our chat over the last couple of days. Yeah, as Tim tries to plot his last minute LSO list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just want to go and play something fun you've never played before going to a giant I think tournament. Should, and I think he should just tr- play Callus again so he can have his excuses again. <laughs> I, don't, I think Callus is really good. I just think yeah. Tim is bad. No, it- <laughs> so anytime I try to break I myself disagree. of what is the current American group think, I like to go look at what the Europeans are doing. Sure. Because mm. the Poles, the Germans, there's always something interesting going out there. For so sure. I did, I did find this tournament. Uh, it was in Rhineland, Germany. It is the Cassian vehicle list. It's Cassian Andor <laughs> um, with the stuff. Rebel Officer, K2SO, R2D2, Rebel Trooper okay. with an R5, Rebel Trooper with an R5, Rebel Trooper with an R5, <laughs> three ATRTs with rotary blasters, I don't and a T47. Here's the thing. He went two and one. The only reason why he lost, because he lost the first game, but in the first game, he played against a Grievous with a Kalani... And B two list, yeah, and a single Magna Guard. So it was it was it was three B twos, E five S's on the B ones. So I mean, don't be wrong, it's a, it's a lot of critical ones. It's exactly what you're talking about, but that's what he lost to, just because the hot troopers can throw the things with the blast to get rid of the troopers are so good. And then you've got RPSs yeah. to to deal with the IRTs. Like yeah. you can eat through all that healing, yeah. And Grievous mm-hmm. is like nothing in that list other than building a wall of RTs is going to keep Grievous from getting in. Yeah, that's the only list he lost against. But it was like a devastating loss. Like it was bad. Like he he lost seven hundred and some odd points. It was it was a lot compared to the hundred fifteen he dealt out. It, it, was, no. it was a rough rough first round. But like it's one of like it's an interesting list from a Cassian point of view. And I know we have a lot of you know we talk about we have a lot of impact, which that that list probably wouldn't fly in the you know the current uh, sitting of the American meta. But yeah, I just try to find no. something that shakes no. up the way that we talk about things. Yeah, because no, I don't and that's tend to fair. listen to the German podcast because I don't speak German, so it's hard for me. And I talked to a bunch of the European players kind of about this at worlds and they just build tables differently than we do. And so I, I think Lee, and that is something to keep in mind as we talk about Legion and metas and this, this, that, and the other building, building tables. And yeah, sure. Uh, terrain is the one thing we can control that AMG can't. And they build a lot more larger line of like static 90 degree corner, kind of building-esque line of sight blockers with corridors and to where there's more stuff to just generally hide behind. And the more stuff you have to just completely obscure you, the worse gun lines are because because they have to yeah. concentrate in one or two fire lanes. Um, and you, you can't can, just you can, turtle you up can outmaneuver these them. fire lanes, yeah. And if you look at a bunch of tables with the, the true line of sight and the silhouette rules that, that we play on that tend to make showings at Cherokee Opens or even the LVOs, the the kind of um, frontline game library and a lot of the Nick stuff, it's got this really cool terrainy stuff, but they're like big hills and crashed spaceships and 
they are a lot of things that provide cover, but there's not really humongous pieces that obscure entire squads of minis. There's usually behind. maybe one or two pieces that do that, yeah. Yeah, and that promotes different style of lists and different style of play depending on what you're on what you're playing with. You know, if you go back and look at the Worlds tournament, like a lot of the European players, or some, I shouldn't say, I don't want to generalize, some of the ones that I talked to said our tables were were not nearly dense enough. And some players said all the world stuff was way too dense because there was a lot of terrain, but not a ton of it just completely blocked line of sight. So, yeah, and that's that's an interesting conversation to, to have about how to build tables for the game that... Because obviously we can't balance the game the way that AMG can, but we can balance the maps. And But that means you have to get kind of everybody on the same page for what a good Legion table looks like, and good luck doing that. Yeah, that's a very that. subjective thing. Yeah. Because outside of there was one man that tried to make it mathematical. This is true. (laughs) We've always been on the more dense side. We like more Mm -hmm. things on our table. We like more line side blockers. You know, dividing up the middle. I'm I'm not a big fan of the middles wide open. I mean, I'm really not as far as table setups go. I I mean, I I don't mind having some corridors where there's some you know space to shoot down, but I'm also not a big fan of you know wide open centers. I think that's that tends to be long range long range pieces get a lot more out of that than others do. I mean, I remember watching the uh, the world's final and the way the terrain was set up was basically a huge factor in the end result yeah. of the game. Yeah. The way both yeah. players utilized it and, you know, one player was able to use it a lot better than the other. And that made it a bigger challenge for Lila to win. But sure. And we're and, you know, I think not to we're criticize safe, the terrain maker, safe but, in saying yeah. that. Yeah, we're not criticizing the, the terrain. It's just mm. those are the choices thing. that we made. Yeah. yeah. Terrain um, can have that much of an effect. So so it's so it's interesting. Um, I don't know. Game games there are in a weird are, spot. I don't know the right answer. Um, it seems at least there are several paths that could be taken to yeah, mitigate sure. some of your concerns. I will for say sure. I, I was trying to find the answer in Europe, and I'm actually not finding that answer. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we don't partially go to that's because <laughs> they will have that's no answers. We don't go. Um, you know, Camelot. No, a, a lot of what I'm finding in your in European continental. But European I mean, they're not play, in Europe, so that's true. They're not. They definitely withdrew from Europe. They, they had a whole thing about that exiting. Uh, it's a lot of guards, a lot of empire, and it's a lot of shadow right now. Like I'm just, I'm looking at the past mm-hmm. month. Like I'm using Game Uplink. Listen, I'm using the things, the tools provided. <laughs> Look at you go. You managed to log in. Uh, <laughs> no, and 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 Ben, you probably feel this too with dice pools getting bigger and defensive tech not really keeping up it's just a tough time to be a white save army in general oh, yeah. oh absolutely it is but at least it is. i mean i mean b1s or something and i love playing them the only reason why i feel successful is i have enough units yeah to normally do the, yes wounds to enough bodies. sink yeah, yeah. yes which but, I, really but, I, do, but if we but ever go to a tied game on victory points i'm likely going to lose because i sacrifice i bled yeah. a ton to get there I mean, it's absolutely it's absolutely a thing that I that I pay attention to. Well, which is why Ewoks I, are kind of going to be... open that up for rebels. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yes and no. Uh, we'll definitely have the wounds, but uh, we're not going to be able to dish as many back. Yeah, you won't. Um, you won't have your range four red white critical. Yeah, no. no. So it'll it'll be interesting. I am excited for you know we're recording this almost on Ewok Eve, but you know this will drop and Ewoks will be out in a couple of days. So I can hear the yub nubs approaching. The yub nubs are coming. Yub nubs. Yub nubs. 
I mean, clearly Atlantic City taught us all the evils of the world, none of the good. <laughs> Speaking of cinematic moments, uh, be sure to check us out on the Instagram at SWStabcast. You have some great photos that Will's posted up from his Shatterpoint, possibly something he's painted for me. Oops, all Shatterpoint. Nah. Oops, all Shatterpoint. <laughs> Although I finally do have those bases to do for your Shatterpoint, or <laughs> for, your sh- for your Shadow Collective, so that I can keep, start working on those at least. Yeah, how do you get some nice, nice, nicer bases of that? Uh, yeah. But, you know, check it out at SW Stabcast. Be sure to also check us out on, the f- on Facebook or Twitter if you'd like to. And... Uh, Give us a rating on your listening platform of choice. We uh, always appreciate that. Helps the helps the podcast grow and reach more people who've not had our, you know, interesting opinions and sometimes hot takes, sometimes bad Tim takes. Reach. Their I cannot ears. wait for the hate mail that that last segment is going to funnel to our. Oh, it's going to be. My body is ready. We're just driving the discussion, okay? And you know, <laughs> you know where else you can find a lot of Legion discussion that might not be great advice. The Legion Discord, <laughs> where you can find. I would of tell us. you you're wrong, but yeah. can you? No, <laughs> no, no. In fact, you can't. Tim is there, so it's automatically suspicious. suspicious. Uh, the rest of us are there as lurkers, but could be could yep. be pinged for when you take revenge I'm, on I'm us s- and want. Yeah, to I'm us. summoned to Rebel Chat about once a month. Sometimes I, I went to go post to, on Bastille Day, but I got busy, so I couldn't do it because it was. I was yeah, like our, I really wanted to post on Bastille Day. We we lost the momentum. We we did. We, we don't we have did. enough French spirit to maintain. That's right. Um, sometimes I'm summoned to Gar Chat. It's usually a brief, just like what? Oh, no. <laughs> but I I see you all trying in there. Keep at it and listen. There's lots of good. You just have to sift sometimes. You just have to mind for it. Yeah. You just yep. have to mind for it. I mean, Droid Chat's fantastic. I'll be real honest. I actually really enjoy Droid Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Different viewpoints on how to do it, but all very good content. So, uh, And this is where uh, Tim would lie to you and say he might start streaming soon. He's oh, not. No, no, he's, he's not. not streaming. He's drinking by rivers right now. I yeah, mean, that's right. <laughs> Uh, if you want to support this endeavor that we have going on, you can go to our shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stepcast. Uh, buy, you know, t-shirt, hoodies, fanny packs, whatever. Help us keep the lights on. Um, you know, that'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be swell. We uh, or you can drop us a line at stabcast at gmail.com for any email inquiries, show topics, snide remarks that, that you want. So, If you want to toss your tokens in style at the store championship... Get the Stabcast fanny pack today. That's right. And you don't have to sign up for a Patreon to do it. That's correct. And you never will. You don't sign up for Patreon. You never will. Although, I will say, speaking of fanny packs, I promise you, Rumbjorn Larson, it will come. I don't, I really honestly, really, it's always on my list of things to do. Then something happens because we record this tend to be late at night. What, what and then you, we send all the files. What do you need? You miss, you shorten someone a fanny pack? I've never, like, he won Rune the. Yeah, remember he, he he won the uh, the painting contest for the for the snail. That was like and a I've, year and a half. Jesus, Ben. I listen. I there's some things that fell through the gap. That fell through the gap. So I'm going to need some help. Guys. Send me keep his me, address. Me I'll send him one. <laughs> we actually probably need to update that address. He may have moved in the last year and a half. That's so. true. <laughs> you reach out and reconfirm. 
He actually did send it to us the address. Uh, listen, my life fell apart for just a little while. Uh, well, been, your foot fell rough. apart, but yeah, that, that was too. also yeah. not a year and a half ago. <laughs> but in the last year, my life has fallen apart. The six months more, like, yeah, I'll get taken care of. We're going to get everyone to sign it. But then Tim moved, and then I started that job, and the dissertation phase right. happened. Give me your address. Up. I will send good, you yeah. a fanny pack that Ben promised you. So we'll get you taken I, care I, of. My apologies. I promise you, man. It's not that – well, I didn't forget. I really didn't. But life got you, in the you way. You forgot. Here. We got we to gotta get to you. We got to get to you. I, I can't die with that, on my, with that on my conscience. That's why I didn't let the diabetes get me. I came back for you, <laughs> Gordon Larson. I was like, I can't have that, that dead on my consciousness. And if you've because... already got a Stabcast fanny pack because someone has not led you on for a year and a half about getting one, you should wear them to these events. You should. Yeah. Oh, hell of a segue. Well done, Wilhelm. I would well say Ryan promised a bunch of people. And, uh, hey, speaking of that, I had to give up my <laughs> fanny pack the last time. Because I did a Ryan, segue. <laughs> you did. did. It was beautiful. But Ryan also promised a bunch of people fanny packs that I had to then deliver off my own sure. body. Because sure, you Ryan did. didn't bring them. So <laughs> I, They were delayed in shipping. That's like, fine. I don't know that I actually have a fanny pack right now. Now that I actually say that, I, I don't I'll think I own one. one I, I don't have one either. I, I don't have one right now. I lost mine in a duel. Yeah, I gave my last one up. Yep. But the American Team Classic is coming, Chattanooga, July 29th. There's still tickets available. There are. It does remind me. I've actually got to go buy my own because I have not done that yet. <laughs> wow, um, Ben's maybe going to show up to a Legion event. Well, it's because I wasn't planning on going because it was a possibility of Gen Con. But then yeah. Gen Con, I can't go to Gen Con. Because Gen Con is the following weekend, August 3rd. Are they going to have through six? There? Uh, uh No, no, they won't. I don't know. No. Gen Con, probably. But yeah, I'm sure they'll have it at yeah. Gen Con. Yeah, I don't. At this point, I don't think I'm making Gen Con either. Sadly, work has just kind of gotten in the way. New job this year, not as much PTO, and yeah. some things have broken at my house that I had to repair. So I never uh, claimed to maybe, go to Gen Con, and I'm yeah, still not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so I'm so mad. This will be like my first Gen Con that I've missed that wasn't pandemic fied in like yeah. ten years. So it, it definitely hurts. It but it I could make I could I could make it work. But then I it's would just be like in recovery mode for like the last year, the rest of the year. So, yeah. and I'm already committed to going to Crucible because I'm judging there. So you guys can see me at the Crucible, and that'll be fun. That will be on fun. Se- September 29th, October through October Foist. Um, it'll be a good time. We've got some other conventions, I guess, that are going on in between those two. But we sure do. Like Tacticon, uh, Tim is going. It's in uh, Colorado, August 24th to 27. I am not able to go because I'm going to Colorado on August 8th and leaving on like the thir- the like 19th. So, and that's already Man, stretching my schedule. So I can't just, stay another week for that one, unfortunately. Just schedule better. Like when I go see my family, I build it around Legion tournaments. Like, hey, I'm going to come hang out with you guys on Sunday, and I'll uh, I'll be missing with one of your vehicles on Saturday. It'll be fine. When your when your partner really wants to go to a different event on a different weekend, you fly out for that one, and then remember that there's a Legion thing and that you didn't schedule enough time for that, unfortunately, and cry. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, Denver crew, you're getting Tim. He's nowhere near as amicable or friendly, but That's he true. will drink with you a lot. He will drink. So there's at least possibly, that part. Possibly hit some of the other shops. I'm just saying, possibly maybe hits the other shops. Yeah, no, he will. Uh, <laughs> Uh, speaking of being evergreen, the Evergreen Legion Open is going to happen August 18th through the 20th. So that's uh, Dragonflight. They're looking to get a huge crowd for that. And I would love yeah, for, for them sure. to have it. Love, 64 love to 128. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see if they can pull that off just to see what comes out of that. That would be yeah, amazing. The Seattle crew, they're all fantastic folk. I'm sad I can't make that one because I have fond memories of the of the Seattle area. 
Uh, the Rocket City Championship in Huntsville, Alabama is September the 23rd. Local Will went down to Alabama to play in a little store championship they just had in East Alabama. Uh, but you know, it's Alabama. It's a silly place. But there are lots of fun people to play with, so you should definitely be going to that. Huntsville is at least northern Alabama, so you're not having to go too far true. into that wretched state. Right. True. It's very, very, very close to the Very border. true. But yeah, other than that, like I said, Crucible, I still have plans to go in. I have the airplane ticket. I have the hotel. I have nice. all the pieces. So like I said, I'm planning on going down there. So that should be And as always, be sure to support your local stores, store champs. I see you know yep. lots of events going on for that. It's great to see. So as much as I talk about me not getting out to play games, I still support my local store. I still I pay Will to do, but Will buys all my stuff from the local store. I have mm-hmm. gone and bought games that sit on my shelf. Just I remind them every now and then I exist and I still love you. Here's my money. Please take it. <laughs> I, I think every time I drive through Atlanta, I stop at Gigabytes because I oh, love that store and support it's so it. Great. And I always buy something because I want to make sure they've got Atlanta. They've got the three million people that live there, but I always buy something from Gigabyte because I just appreciate that store. So yeah, it's, it's an awesome store. I'm so jealous of people that are near Giga because it has every paint brand in stock at that store. And yes, it, it just, <laughs> and they play all the games and they serve all the food plus adult beverages. Plus if you uh-huh. like your CCGs, there's a room for that. Oh, it's just a great store. Love yeah, the, the the extra room for that is great, just because it gets them out of the miniatures area, and we don't yeah, have to the, smell them. They do have a separate corner for all the card gamers, so it's it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the youth and for the card gamers, because you can't true. have the youth and the alcohols at the same time. So right, yeah, you know, Georgia law. But all right, speaking of things that make us want to drive to alcohol, um, <laughs> Tim, the news. The news. The news. <laughs> it is Tim's news. Wait, so I'm am kind of surprised that Tim isn't more gung ho about this because, or maybe he lost it uh, when his when his gear was stolen there. Uh, in, um, in he Rochester. no longer has the ATST with the stop foot. If that's what oh, you're that meaning. is so sad. That's what I mean because he did yeah. have a lovely ATST. It's it's true. I think the, because uh, Tempest I, Force is apparently nothing but ATSTs. Who, I think the <laughs> the single leg it was Empire really on, needed the help. Snapped. Yeah, yeah. So so Empire, always known as the weakest and down on its luck faction, yes. as we just discussed. Yep. Gets For the last two third years. battle force and its second battle force that comes with custom units because that's really cool and a neat design idea. I wish someone else would get that. Yeah. So oh, any, I know Ryan else. did listen to last week's episode. <laughs> um, but we talked, a lot of our conversation was, we do feel there needs to be updates to the game last week that you can fix in a card pack. Like you can just yeah, 100%. fix in, yep. in paper. Well, that's what we're doing with these battle forces. It's just a Even card less. back fix. They're just, they're that just I, yeah, saying, that here, I print, print on these my cards. Own computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't, like, I've said, they've said that they don't want to do, like, too many erratas because then you've got all these mismatched cards and nothing makes sense and the rules are a lie. But, yeah, we're doing that with all these battle force cards because there, yeah. there are seven in this pack that are all prints in play. Yeah. Yeah. A unit so like, card are we and print and six pray friendly or are we not? Like, yeah. What's the so, right. it's interesting. But that's neither here nor there. Let's talk we about have, about Tempest Force. We have Tempest Force. Yeah. Ryan, why don't you read the special rules? But before we move on, let's remind the dear, dear <laughs> listeners that at the beginning of this podcast, Will was our Imperial Specialist. It's, and yeah, I was a flex player who played both both factions. Mm-hmm. And I played a ton of ATST. And you the did. Early days. You're talking I about really enjoyed th- it. two and a half years ago, at least. More than that, three years uh, ago. More yeah. than I know. Yeah. Well, four, I know. Four years ago? Don't remind me. times. It was Back in the old day. days. In, in the, the 19, you know, the 19, actually it was 2019, now that I say it, it was 2018. Loud, actually, in fact, I know it was because I think I won a Weiss card at an event. 
<laughs> in 2019. Uh, so I was a huge ATST player. We'll play the Imperial. Sure. So we're gonna we're gonna put on our. We're not gonna be wear our angry hats. These aren't gonna be our disgruntled. I'm gonna hats. wear my angry hat. Yes, Ryan will wear his angry hat <laughs> as but, always. Which is why you should definitely be reading the army building components. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's part of the Galactic Empire. Who would have thought, guys? Wow. Um, in- interesting thing about it. Like, there's no mercenaries in it. So that's cool. It's not like Sprite Tree. True. Um, true. There's not many. Inch- there's there's three three big rules. And it's been kind of neat how several of the battle forces have had, like, you get to do this cool thing, but then there's also a drawback. So, like... Um, suppression theoretically is sometimes matters for shadow collective. Then there's the don't clear suppression for, for bright tree and the order limiting rules for, um, remnant vehicles get scout too. all, all vehicles. vehicles. Just you got a not, bang. you got a notched base. You get a, you get a scout, uh, units that are not in command range of a friendly commander unit and do not have a comms upgrade equipped remove one less suppression during the remove tokens suppression token step so that's kind of similar to ewoks but not really it's there's there's kind of a, there's a way out of it um yeah which is interesting so especially since there's new comms upgrades are quite cheap and quite good well my first question was if you expend a card do you still have that as a comms upgrade equipped In- interesting that is a good question i would assume I- you did yes yeah, because I think you just expend the use of it, but you don't like remove the card. So if you have, like, so I don't know. That, that, that'll be interesting. That's a that's a good rules forum question. There we go. Um, what else? So Ryan? there there is, there there is a bit of a drawback, but uh, yeah, you know, as we'll talk about, like that command range is bigger than you think since it's on a big base. Uh, during <laughs> setup at the start of the deploy unit step, you may set aside a friendly special forces or support unit with a condition token and it's rapid reinforcements. You just always get one rapid yep. reinforcement. Just get Which could has be a to, speeder bike. Has, has to be a support or a special forces. Um, and it's list building rules as you can only take Imperial officers, full scout troopers, uh, not no strike teams, stormtroopers, speeder bikes, ATSTs, and the unique ATST that we'll talk about. Um, and there are no unique upgrades allowed, which is interesting. Um, which it is, is a surprisingly limited group. Like I mean, yeah, because like, basically like, every every yeah every slot just has one thing that can fit in it. Well, this kind of has a very cool. like singular sort of uh, focus that it wants to do. It, so for sure, yeah. And I just goes back to last it. week's episode. Will kind of lamented he kind of wished battle forces were just thematic play and not necessarily competitive play. And this is very thematic. The problem is I think it's also going to be pretty competitive. It's so. also going to be pretty competitive. <laughs> Clause in the organized play document that just said battle forces are not allowed. I don't think we're quite there yet, but we, we very well may be getting there. Especially if we don't see more updates like we did with Blizzard Force to to, to like being flex, more flexible with their rules. Uh, so what we talked about what you can take. You're required to take uh, one or two commanders. Um there are field commander options, which is... Is this the first field commander-friendly battle force? Uh, yes. Blizzard yeah. specifically mm-hmm. says you can't have field commander. Yeah. Remnant doesn't as have does, the spots as for As does it. Echo, yeah. Uh, I, know. Uh, I think so, Final yeah, Force yes. doesn't have the option. Uh, special forces, you can include two to six special forces. So get you your scouts painted, two. boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, you have to take at least Ooh. two. Uh, you're only allowed... To, you only need to take one Stormtrooper, and you can only take up to three, which is interesting. Basically swaps um, the core and special forces from the normal battle 
or yep. builder. Up to three support units and up to three heavy units. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, so that that's the list building rules. Uh, scouting vehicles seems real, real good. Uh-huh. Uh, scouting. So your whole army kind of scouts except for your stormtroopers and Imperial officers if you take one for some reason. Because you've got so rapid reinforcement really bikes. Um, you've got scout three scout troopers. Well, you've also got S- scout two bikes. Scout, yeah, scout two ATSTs. That is a like you're it's on the center move. KP at the start of the game because that base is so big. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is enormous. Like and you I are don't, shooting turn one for sure. This is why Tim should really love this battle force because Tim yeah. hates the fact that he can't just stand and shoot with his ATSD every turn, and now he and can move once in now the scouting phase, and now and he can never just even shoot forever. <laughs> So it's an interesting thing that you can build with it because it allows you to have up to six special forces. Yep. I have always been a, a proud supporter of the scout trooper, the full team. Yeah, Because for sure. double black dice at range two is really good. I know they don't surge. I get it. That's why you bring the one grenade because then you're probably at range one to use it. But still, like even without a name token, which is not hard to do with the Empire, right. um, that's still, if they're fully healthy, on average, five hits with sharpshooter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's nothing to sniff at. And then if you've got a fifth guy with either a bomb or a sniper, that's, you know. Well, no, that they're, they're, they're four mans with. Yeah, they're four mans. I, I was including a fifth, a fifth guy because oh, I, imagine you're you're a, guy. You're, I imagine you're taking a heavy weapon. Yeah. Either, yeah. But, again, if you're going to be up close and personal, I mean, the saboteur is 26. I mean, great. Yeah. The bomb's not fantastic. I mean, the bomb's okay. It's okay. Um, well, and the cool thing about the bomb is it's not really going to damage your vehicles. And now you have a big line. You bring one or two to three really big line of side blockers to hide your sabs oh, behind. I'm sorry. Please excuse me. I forgot. Their bomb's actually pretty good. Uh, Their bomb the is, is very de- good. De- 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 yeah, it's, it's red, black. My bad. I forgot about it. It was blast suppressive. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lord Farquaad. La- back to Lord Farquaad. Or, because we cut that bit... We have a unique ATSD commander. We sure so do. Let's, let's talk about that. Mentioned Name during Ryan's Farquaad. segment that <laughs> in the heavy slot you can have ATSTs or Major Marquand or Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. So I'm sure his name was never mentioned in the film. So is this I'm sure. Did you, or, or did, no, did you miss our talk about who he is? I, mean, I know who he is. I'm saying, I mean, I saw that, but I don't think his name was actually ever mentioned in the film. No, right? it's just one of those like his name was that on the like cast or crew or something. Or the toy, probably. Yeah, probably the toy. Yeah, yeah. But this is <laughs> this is the eight. This is the specific ATST that Chewbacca hijacks in Return of the Jedi. His his uh, Wikipedia article is you know three sentences describing that he was in an ATST. Chewbacca landed just, on it. He came outside and got thrown out of it. I'm just saying that there should be a rule that if someone brings a Chewbacca ATST and you bring Major Farquaad, you should just have to remove Major Farquaad. And then wherever you were standing is where the Chewy ATST has to deploy. And if so battle sorry. forces, <laughs> if battle forces were res- were just not allowed in competitive, you could put all kinds of wonky shit like that in here. You could sure. have it yeah, say sure. that like if there's a Chewbacca and it and Chewbacca melee attacks Major Farquad, he's removed and becomes Chewbacca ATST. <laughs> like you could just have the game go full like weird narrative Warhammer gaming where it's just like well right. based on the lore. Oh. You know, and let people that want to do that do that all day long. But instead, this is a competitive thing we have to balance. So, Lord Farquaad, 190 Lord points. Farquaad. 
He is a heavy unit. There's only one of him. Uh, he has armor all and arsenal too, just like a normal ATST. But then we get some more crap. Yeah, yeah, we do. We get direct vehicle. Seems solid. Love it. Not Love like it. you're going to have any vehicles in this list. No. <laughs> he has no. field commander. So if you you don't even have to bring that Becky that you're allowed to bring. You still probably will, though. You, you might. You still probably will. The free to hand out some or something, yeah. He has a weak point rear one, and he has special issue Tempest Force, which we had Thank to God. research and find the rule for, which is only the only place we could find it otherwise is on the, the Blizzard Heavy re- Response Unit, I think they're called, the HRU. Yeah, yeah. They have it's, a special issue Blizzard. It's not printed anywhere in the rule book, which is Yeah, funny. we tried to look for it, but it basically just says you can only bring it in the Battle Force that is named. Which makes sense. So he's uh, only in yeah, Tempest. Which is, which is cool. You know, we haven't seen it in some of the other battle forces because they use mercenary rules. He's obviously yeah, an Imperial unit. It's yeah. basically to avoid the mercenary rules. Yeah. He has 11 wounds and breaks at eight with a surging white defense die. Sounds familiar. But yep. he does surge hit. Pretty cool. Which is always a problem on the ATSD. You probably should have always. They gave us the pilot to get a surge. No, so that's yeah. no, they, no they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. That's fine. Yeah, don't be Tim. It's okay. That um, was It was a struggle yeah. even back in the day. It, it was a struggle to get the hits. You could roll all the dice and get nothing out of them. So. He triple, has, triple, oh, if you're complaining about a triple rainbow, get out of here. Yeah. Yes. He has the triple rainbow, uh, the main double rainbow, and the 88 twin light blaster, as well as the blast two black grenade launcher. They are also allowed in melee. I don't know if the normal ones do that. The not, normal no. ones are not, but Chewbacca is. Okay, so, so that's kind of I'm, a reprint. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see if like this is a direction, like is this a preview of an errata we may eventually see. Because the base ATSD has like a four red kick, doesn't it? Yeah. It says a four red kick. Yeah, it so does. instead they're letting you use... Which is still really good. One red, three black, one white in melee. Yeah. With, with blast. And impact, but only Most, in the yeah. front. Yeah. Interesting. So it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. I do like that the, that it is all fixed front and like the kick. I don't think was was a fixed fire arc. No, it was um, it was I anywhere. Don't know off the top of my head, and so that leaves a little more counterplay to where if someone does manage a melee unit does manage to get behind you to your weak point, they just don't get insta insta dumpstered. Right, you would have to pivot right. and then use your range melee weapons it, into it. Yep, which you'd still arsenal for both. People, but. Because it has been so such a long time ago. This thing originally cost 195 points, the original ATST. Yep. It didn't have a triple rainbow gun. You had to pay to equip it. Yeah. Yep. Now, the base cost of just double now. rainbow was the 195. <laughs> yes. Now, this guy is 190 for all the goodies and direct vehicle and field commander. Yeah. And you know no, what else? No upgrade slots. Yeah. Yeah. Which no is... upgrade slots because he already has everything. Yep. He has everything. But yep. you know what else he gets? Three old command cards. That's right. Three command Ooh. cards. Ben, would you please go through Lord Farquaad's command cards? They're delightful. They are that's a, cards. That's a, that's I, a thing you I can find say. Them interesting. I find them very, very interesting. I, I think do. they're very cool uh, if you're going to play this list. I don't know that I like them against this list. Anywhere else? <laughs> no. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, so let's go with his, uh, his three pip, the Armored Cavalry, orders three vehicles. Uh, there's a picture of, of you know the ATAT on here, so does that mean it's coming to us? Hopefully so. No, no, um, it cannot. Uh, I know it's not. I know it would be six when, feet long. <laughs> when another friendly vehicle begins its activation at range one of Major Mark One, it may choose one of the following effects: if it's in its front arc, ooh, it may gain a dodge token. If it's in its side arc, it may gain one aim token. If it's in its rear arc, it may perform a speed one move. That is a super cool design space. That is, a, I do actually like thematically. 
really like that card. You're giving dodges probably your speeder bikes that are out in front of you. Mm-hmm. And the, you're giving aims to the heavy armor that's probably standing next to you as you all sit in a little line of line of sight blocking. And it's just when they activate, so you could move Marquand to give different abilities yeah. to different to units. To get the thing you need to do. Yep. Yeah. I I do love it. Depending on how your vehicle scout at the very beginning, how many vehicles you have in the list. Like I said, you're going for three, so you're probably looking at an ATST and at least three bikes, if not, you know, two ATSTs. Marquand, another ATST, and some bikes. And uh, I don't think it requires any, it doesn't require a face up order. No, nope. it's just, just when, when a vehicle move. activates. Yep. Yeah. It's another vehicle, so he doesn't have to argue whether he's in his own front or side arc, but it's right. everyone but Marquand gets to use stuff based on where they are to the, him. Do the cool stuff. Yep. Which is a Very theme cool. of his second card, his two pip squadron on me. It only orders Major Marquand, but remember he has the direct, so that's kind of direct. Yep. Mm-hmm. At the start of Major Marquand's activation, each other friendly vehicle unit at range one of him may perform a free pivot. Then they may make a speed one move. That's insane. When it was absolutely if, insane. If it stopped at pivot, that would still be cool. But yeah, the yeah, move as well. Yes. Yeah. Or, so, or an or you pick one or the other, but yeah. then no, that is like no time for sorrows is the only thing was keeping coming. like Leia was on coming. the table. I oh, hundred percent. note. <laughs> yep. It I is insane. Just, oh, how did you, how mean, did you know I wasn't going to bring up this comparison? <laughs> I mean, and that's an ATST. If for some reason everything is lined up or you've got the, the bike swooping around, happen to be within yeah. range one. And that's, remember, it's a big old base. Like it could easily get mm-hmm. within range one. Now, if we, it's not the six inch pie plate of my AT, AT. If we go back to my example about Tim hating to use the movement templates because he wants to just yeah. aim and shoot. Now, after your scouting position, if they're still out of range, you can play his two pip and move both your ATSTs to get even closer yeah. and still aim shoot every round. Yep. Because, and, because so why use good. actions to move? And you theoretically can can line yourself up too if if Marquardt is just nudged forward beyond it past everybody just a you know quarter of a base third of a base mm-hmm. you can get another free movement off the armored cavalry card so he's getting like he's giving out multiple speed one moves to to all of his troops throughout oh, the yep. at the game which is insane because once again it doesn't require it's not somebody who we directed or a face up order it's it's just a when he activates everybody arrange one. It's, Crazy yep. strong. Again, other friendly vehicles, so he can't do it himself. But what if he did want to move? You use your one pip. Gunner! Infantry! Uh, during his activation, only orders Major Marquand. Major Marquand reduces his speed by one to a minimum of one. Then he gains tactical for this round, and his weapons gain suppressive this round. Your own little tech strike. Just a little. I'm going to move forward and shoot. Now, I will say the last time I played an ATST, I did play it with Weiss and all the guns, and I did have an HQ uplink. Um, so I could use yeah. it pretty often because I was refreshing all the time. Tactical one would have made because I was just moving and shooting. Like I was oh, moving yeah. and shooting. It was delightful to do some cool things like that. And move. Shoot, and now recover. you're moving I mean, and shooting on an ATSC that surges hit. Yes, with with an extra aim token in there. That yep. seems real nice. Seems and the suppressive. Solid. Let's not let's not you know look at that. But suppressive is also really good. Well, especially you suppressive know on I think two you know, weapons at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting getting. I mean, I imagine you are splitting fire when you yep. play this card or have a plan to. I would imagine so. Um, and uh, and getting adding you know four suppression to the board is pretty cool. It might also just be played to get the tactical and then put it all into one target, anyways. But sure, still, yeah, you can do that too. Still valid, yeah. and you know people will probably be lame and only use it for that. But it also does suppressive. <laughs> so Man. I thought those were going to be the only cards that came in the set because again, I always catch these news in the middle of the daytime where I'm too busy to read the full pieces. And this yep. was the only image that got linked to the group chat. So 
Colored me surprised when I got home that night and realized there are three more cards there in this set. There are three more Tempest Force cards, yep. And I really like them. I'll be honest I, with you. Yeah, they're, they're really There's good. There's only one I don't like, one I wouldn't bring, but it, but I like it because it at least gives you a different flavor of Tempest. Yeah. Because you can do this as all vehicles. And I th- you can do Major Marquand all vehicles you, all the time. And you I think there that. is a place for it. I don't think it's a great place. I think there's other better options in the slot. But it could be a neat but, thing to hold in your hand as a little... As a, as a insurance policy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with Drive Them Out. Tempest Force, generic one pip. Tempest Force only, in case you missed the Tempest Force thing on the top. It orders <laughs> a single vehicle, but friendly vehicles gain Demoralize 1 this round. And this round, the first time a friendly vehicle with a face-up order token displaces an enemy unit during its activation... You roll a white die, defense die for each miniature in the enemy unit, and for every surge or block result, they suffer one wound. So whoever you give that face up to, and then whoever got directed, gets to uh, have Reckless Driver for the round, but also uh, be a better Reckless Driver. Yeah, it's be- it's a better Reckless Driver. On it's, a speed 2 ATST. It's Raiding Party Leader plus Reckless Driver plus, you know, the damage of Vader's Might. Like, yes. Like, yeah, it's, it's bonkers. Bonkers, I say. But that also means your ATSTs are not just sitting and shooting, so like I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, you'll move, uh, displace, and then shoot what's left. Yeah, with blast. Uh, no, but it means your your ATST has to kind of get up in the business. True. Instead of just sit at range three, range no, four. No, I, I think it's and, a and away. I think it's a later game one pip. Yeah. As opposed to some one pips that yes. are like turn two, turn three. Absolutely. Because I'm going to talk list design here in a little bit. Which again, we don't have Tim, who tends to be our major player of these pieces, but. Listen, the group think is already out there. Our, our own private discourse has some conversations about it. This can also work stuff. on bikes. Yep. It can if you work displace on with the, the compulsory. Which yep. is which is much more manageable now that you know when that's happening. Yeah, you now get you get to pick when that happens. Happening. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and the demoralized one is also very nice. Oh, look, are you yeah, near it's me? That's the thing. Yeah. That's yeah. for all friendly vehicles get demoralized. Yep. Then the yep. whoever just has face-ups gets the run-them-over kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have a two-pip. We need reinforcements. It orders we two troopers. Friendly units that have a face-up order token gain disengage this round. So that's the only card I don't like because everything seems so vehicle-tailored. But I see why in force composition why this may work out. Yeah. Because I do think if you decide you want to be the person who brings six scout troopers, by the way, bravo for owning that many full scout trooper <laughs> units. Bravo. Um, but you can bring six scouts um, and then three core. To put you yeah. at nine and then actual, three bikes. You know, and three bikes. I, I don't think anywhere here it requires you to re- actually bring Major Marquand. No. No. It's up to three to. heavies. There's no. Well, it's not like the, the other, Separatist that requires a tank. The yeah. other reason I think you might bring it is we kind of touched on half of it earlier. You don't have the, the melee kick anymore. And so things that get engaged and, and meleeed up you can't really like they become kind of untouchable to, to your your walkers which are the, the bread and butter of this list so giving your guys disengaged to where they can get out of the way still do some stuff and then your opponent is stuck there not in melee bubble wrapped safe anymore i think is pretty big against ewoks or against melee skews like wookies or magnas that for some reason decide not to use their rocket launcher or <laughs> jedi um, yeah, being able to to disengage out of that is is super key. Yeah, if they're trying to uh, use to make your sure your ATSTs can shoot. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah, so I I could definitely see you you. This isn't the card you want to play, but if you're a player like me, 
who tends to play standing orders a lot on turn one. So you have one card in your battle deck or in your command hand that's more situational because you're not going to be able to play all six. Mm -hmm. This is a fine addition in that slot, I think, to just kind of the, the get-out-of-jail-free card when someone someone rolls up on you. But you could also easily swap this out for the Imperial generic 2 pin down. Yeah, pin down. Yeah, but once yeah. again, that predicates that you can make ranged attacks. And I do think like pin down is probably more effective I think we need reinforcements though could swing a game. It could, yeah. It's not going to do it every game, but it when it, it matters, can. I, I it think it could be a he- an absolute hedge. I think it's I, I think definitely it's absolutely a spot a where build. you can, yeah. It's up to the player that's building the list what they value more. If you're bringing lots of little trooper units, I think you go with that two pip. If you're bringing mostly vehicles, I think you're going with pin down. You'll have to bring at least pin three. down is one of those things that breaks up. I mean, what I love about pin down, in case you don't remember, mm-hmm. uh, you order two supports or two heavies. After friendly support or heavy unit performs attack against a unit with a face-up order token, shuffle that token back into the pool. Yep. It's shutting down the fire support. It could. Like, it's turning on AI on your entire army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It breaks the chain there sometimes. It absolutely does. But finally, for our three pip, constantly alert. This one's going to be spicy. Disgusting. This, one's this card is so good. <laughs> this card orders three units just units, whatever you want. And when a unit is issued and ordered with this card, so no uh, no direct shenanigans here, it gains one aim token for each enemy unit at range one. If it did not gain any aims, if there were no enemies at range one, it instead gains a standby token. That's disgusting. It is so disgusting. I love it. And what I love about that card in particular is that you could be all for vehicles. Cool, cool, cool. Or it can be for all of those scouts because they do have a nice upgrade slot, and that gives them the chance to do all sorts of things. If you put, you know, Overwatch no, on you're, them, you're, you're now. Why, why are you putting Overwatch on a range two unit? Then get out of here. It's for the bomb. No, it's for no. The you bomb. can't. You can't throw a bomb off of a standby token, though. Can you not activate the bomb? You could move. You and can then activate, activate the bomb, the bomb. after but, any action. Yeah, you could just activate the um, bomb after their move that would have set off your standby anyway. Yeah. It's the move, you can only move or attack off of a standby token. But Overwatch puts you at a range three standby, is what I'm trying to say. So you can then move further back if you need to. Uh, no, I'm putting this on you, my vehicles. You all could day, do that, day. it is true. That is, that is, saying, that is a terrible choice you could make. Unit flexibility. Ben is Roughly legally aims. describing that something black that dice, is possible. But the, you are putting are really this good on your dice. vehicles that are not going to be able to get stripped away. Yeah, yes. you're going to your... absolutely love it. I absolutely love yeah. it. This is a you... strong turn one after you've scouted to scouted up to yes. sit there with yeah. yeah, sit there with a standby or maybe a turn two when you know if you're playing intercept. When they got push, yeah, and they got to yeah. push the intercept point or whatever. Yeah, uh, just so let me ask shoot you: shoot them four um, times so with your ATSTs. It's fine. Advanced yep. positions. You had to start inside the deployment zone in order to get the scout. Can I scout from rollout? Which is within range one of the sides? Yes. Scout. Yeah, because it would let you... it just says deploy. Yeah. You're not doubling up keywords. You could deploy externally and then scout, yeah. Just like Infiltrate lets you scout, yeah. Yeah. If you have have Intel. Yep. Um, Yeah, no, this this card is is gross. Um, Absolutely disgusting. And honestly, on some deployments, on some danger close or hemmed in deployments, I could see that as a turn one card. Yeah. If you scout two out and then Turn one you just or two, like dare, your, yeah. dare your opponent to flinch. Um, or even just <laughs> like when I played uh, Anakin Pad, my standbys, and I had to take like four activations and just flip their token and say did, nothing. Where you did nothing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
that'll be a lot harder against something like this list. Yeah, it's I mean, uh, it's all the pretty aims, wild. All the aims. It's not. It's, it's just... not. No. It's it's not even the aims because how many times is a bunch of stuff at range one? It's not. That's well, why you got Becky in the back. Real bad. That's <laughs> um, so why you got Becky in the back to give them aims for their standby tokens. Throwing it back. Yeah, I just want like, but it's all the whole card is good. That's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, flexible. Yeah, it lets you do what you need to when you want to. It can be a turn one play. It can be a late game play. I mean, a, a lot of this ATST stuff with Marquand, you want to be up close with it. Scout troopers yeah. want to be range one to two. They do. That's where they tend to sit because um, you're throwing all those black dice. It just gives you flexibility to do whatever it is your list is set up for, whatever, or whatever the, the game is played for. Letting you do mm-hmm. like if. Yeah. You're in a place where the second effect just can't happen. You still get something out of the ring at range mm-hmm. one. Even if it's just a free aim. It's not like the ATSD has... It's only the white die suppression gun that can't shoot it like up, cl- up close. Like All the other ones yeah, are one, to, one yeah. to three, one mm-hmm. to two, one to four. You know, mm-hmm. you could just blast them. Yeah, blast this, them. I do think in, you're going to bid pretty deep with this list because I oh, do yeah. think there are some objectives. Oh, yeah. That you just physically probably cannot play. Make this but list play, you, recover the supplies. Do you, but do you care? <laughs> like at the end of the day, if, do you care? Maybe uh, you don't bid and you just try to control deployments. No. I, I think depending on your list build, if you table. go super vehicle heavy, like right now, I've got a list. It's a single stormtrooper. It's a scout trooper. Uh, actually, it's three of them. Uh, or t- yeah, no, two of them. It's the three speeder bikes. Into an ATST and then Mark One, and it puts me like right at seven ninety three, which is probably not enough for bid because all my bikes have no, emergency that's, that's, transponder. That's a, that's a pretty solid bid. A decent. I like emergency transponders. I really do. Um, no, it's very good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but again, it's nothing too absolute terrible. But like said, that do, list can play bombing run, payload, KP, with no issues. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, yeah, with no issues. Yeah. Especially this with those is a terrifying cards. list on bombing run. Like, yes. uh, just battle force. I, I'm going to take my think, ATSDs and walk them into your line with battle. I used to think run. that my, you know, that my Echo list was one of the best bombing run lists out there. No. Uh, this just absolutely, absolutely dumpsters it. I don't know how to, I don't want, no, I have no idea how I'd kill this, kill and, this thing. Now, and you the do great have thing to stay about in the your ATSD. deployment zone for bombing run, though, so you can't uh, scout sure, with them. You do. Yeah, but it's you also have two two cards that let you take free speed one. Oh, day. absolutely. I'm just saying there's yeah. at least one little <laughs> bit that is a negative, yeah. maybe. And we don't talk about it very often, but the ATST is a ground vehicle. That base is going to block up all sorts of lines of oh, walking yeah. through and around in line of sight. Like it's going to do some things to other players that way. And with all these free have moves, you-, you don't mind having that range two gun that you might not no. have used otherwise, and now you can have blast. Yeah, for sure. Breakthrough, I think, is really good with this. I mean partially because you're already scouting so you're already halfway there so yeah. then your worry is is your opponent just going to try to run and then you just shoot them from range with the other things that got you there <laughs> you just put yourself in their way at that point yeah because you're rapid reinforcing you can always put some guy back in the back of your lines if, you know if you need to right now i do think the if you try to run like a triple atst list mm-hmm. it's gonna a the base points are 550 i think i, I think it's a trap I, yeah. I think it's also a trap. Our buddy Michael talked about that today. In, too many eggs a in a basket. Yeah. As a fun trap, it'll be delightful. Brett will likely play something like that, although he doesn't. Well, he does have those. I, I mean, don't know if he has three. He'll borrow some. He'll yeah. borrow some to get it out there. It'll be silly, and Brett will have an, an emotional yeah. victory when he loses, which is perfectly fine. I think I already <laughs> saw. I, I do think it's someone a posted it's a, a triple ATSD game on our local Facebook. They did. Yeah. The thing um, is, the thing was announced last week, and someone played it this weekend because. 
There was no drop date on it because it's not a real. Yeah, it's expansion. just it's just legal. It's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> this was everything Chad wanted, so he's out there doing that. Yep. But there's there's some <laughs> argument to be made that with everyone teching like for that. impact already, that the ATSD white save is not going to survive a lot. But if you have, you know, two of them even is just is twenty two wounds, and they're. Mm-hmm. From distance, anyway, I think they can weather the. They can start attritioning your impact stuff better than darks can. Yeah, darks. Yeah, have to darks get there. are darks are more durable. That's for sure. Um, and once they're there, more they like probably dorks. do do <laughs> just the same amount of damage. Um, but the other thing, dark troopers don't have backing them up are speeder bikes, and speeder bikes are pretty good fighters. And even then, they t- they take most units two shot two to three shots to bring down. Um, you can flank around cover, so, yeah. deliver their double mm-hmm. rainbow, which usually has a name, so it's rolling like four or five hits. Yeah, and they're also very good into other, incredibly good into other armor, because all the ATSTs have Impact 3 built in? I don't know. Uh, is, four. Does Mark, Mark yeah, Impact yeah, 4. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, the the speeder bikes, each bike is Impact 1. Yep. So like this, and you can take, I could definitely see taking an HH-12 or a DLT as your single Stormtrooper. Um, yeah, just to make sure you win the armor fight because other armor mm-hmm. tends to be good against other armor. Almost all the armor units have impact something or other. Right. Um, so just to make sure you can if they're bringing a big impact. You, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that way you could just throw all your impact dice into those darks. They don't get covered. Yep. Well, and the other thing about darks is darks do degrade while an ATST is a slightly softer target. Uh, significantly softer. I should. I'll, I'll, I'll back that up. Significantly softer target. Yeah. But it also its die pool doesn't degrade until you hit that eight yeah. wounds and you might slow down or lose a weapon. But a at that point, die. the ATST. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably dead that. next shot anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's eight. So. You know, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Like that's a lot to chew through. Yep. And then it's still surging a third of those theoretically. Yeah, surges defense. I mean, it yeah. does. <laughs> ATSD so and Mark It's, it's going to take, I mean, what, about 15 crits to theoretically bring down? 15, 16, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And the number of for darks is 20, heavy, but so still. You theoretically should be behind it because it's trying to move towards you to do all the cool stuff. But you're not getting behind that thing. I've, you you could. The only thing, I, only thing I've ever gotten weak point to really work with is, is T-47s. I got to work with a bark once. Yeah. Once. I guess, speeders. Yeah, spe- speeders. Speeders, yeah. Now used to you, be back you in the could, day, you uh, would just throw a Jedi behind it. Like, zoom, 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 zoom. I don't. You yeah, mean I don't know how you get Jedi four and a half it. years ago when Luke stabbed ATSDs <laughs> for a living? Yes, yes. Ben. Or occasionally Vader. Occasionally Vader. Not really. He was too slow. Um, <laughs> I believe you can bring the Imperial Repair Bot in this, can't you? Uh, yes, you can put it on your structure. Yes, you can. Yeah, I think yes, that's pretty good value in this list. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Man, uh, Tempest seems real gross, but we we talked about it earlier. I don't think this is like it may become a meta monster, um, but this also seems to me to be to enter that uh, rock paper scissors kind of conversation. Yeah, I, I I see what you're meaning about that. I just because I do think Shadow Collective will absolutely dunk on this list. Uh the pikes with all their defensive tech and having impact one or mag debts being able to, to you're scouting closer to the mag debt. I think um, if you're running like five or six mag debts, yes, but the pike spam impact one, like if, if you have yeah. six pikes and they all shoot one of these, it's maybe half dead. 
Well, you, it's impact one, but you're also getting any natural crits that you might throw. And your attrition is probably pretty good because oh, you're yeah, you're going to survive pretty well. But yeah, you're going to survive pretty well. I don't still, know, because you, you have a one ATST or two. I mean, if you're going to do the bikes, if you're going to be a vehicle heavy with this list, I don't know. I think you I mean, focus no, down one pike squad per turn with this list pretty easily. But then there's probably also a bounty hunter or Bosk or something chasing, you know, who tends to surge crit. But if uh, you're going to go the trooper no route, yeah. if you're going to go the trooper route, then you're likely going to be bringing the snipers. Unless you're going to get real cutesy with the bombs, and they have good bombs, I think you probably end up going the snipers. Yeah, but that's still probably only one pike. I, yeah, I don't. You have to. You have, to, you have think, to split fire. So I don't think Shadow Collective has a like particularly strong game. I think they have a good game into it, but it's not like yeah. I, I don't. I think you're overvaluing the impact on the okay. pike gun. I think it's just really uh, good for infantry fighting with the range. If you get into range three and throw, you know, six black, one red at that point. So what do you what do you see as the big challengers to this then? Uh, the way people have been building their lists already with like All uh, the Cody. Cody and a bunch of RPS clones yeah. and RPS barks. Uh, Saber throw Anakin. Current, current guard yeah. build is going to make this real hard to yeah, yeah hard matchup for them. And unless you get the early advantage on all those, you know, like you're saying, degrading all those dive pools, they're going to deal some pretty big chunks out of these ATSTs. Yeah, Rebel Vet spam critical Alpha Strike do some <sighs> decent damage, but then they would fold like a yeah. I don't, I don't know that that's like a house of cards. The, Everything is range three. They can just sit at range four. I think the rebel answer is going to be well. The only uh, the only range four is the single or the double rainbow to get that triple rainbow. Uh, it's range three. That's still pretty pretty solid. But I think the rebels do have an answer in Cassian triple mandos, and you can try to alpha strike one of them down with with three sets of rockets. Now, um, yeah, you could also do that with shadow collective rockets as well. I, that's a good yeah. point. Especially if you want to bring Gar Saxon with his uh, his impact rocket as his well. His re- refresh rocket, yeah. That's three red impact two, I believe. So. Surge crit. I don't think there's points for it, but if you could squeeze Boba Fett into that list too for the uh, they don't get Boba. turn one. No, no, no I'm talking about Rebel Mandos. Yeah. Giving, giving all those, you know, throwing 12 red dice impact, you know, four each. Like basically it's all crits and then just chucking in a. Uh, a black die on roll with respect. Let's say all of those hit and they're all crits. That's twelve crits. Yeah, you might. Like have it just means one. you have to roll. You have to roll one natty crit per die pool to, to let the uh, which is not probably going to happen. No. To get the black die to also flip, but it's it's a thing. I think that's the thing that rebels are going to have to kind of look at, or you know, put more into like I think T forty sevens would do damage no. but then die <laughs> yeah they would do damage and then die like you could, um, you could you could do a chunk but then you would die um well you same with the trick is you'd have you'd have to out activate it and go I think the land speeder has a little bit better and then you'd have to like last first real hard yeah. with your your t47s yeah. you could run suicide then, land speeders with the bot and just try to double shoot it with an rps and i think that's probably the best rebel option other than praying you get good tables with fds yeah um, and the FD is a good answer. Don't get me wrong. The FD will will FD with an impact generator take, is a good option. It'll take three turns to do, but you'll get there unless you have four of them. Um, I mean, I guess you could. I do own four of them. Uh, good luck finding a deployment zone that'll let you deploy four of them, since yeah. they can't overhang stuff anymore. Um, yeah, long march. So yeah, maybe. it's it's interesting. Um, I th- I think it's Ben's time to shine if this becomes a meta monster, though. Oh yeah. 
double snail tank b ones yeah snail tanks aats <laughs> un- that wasn't un non-refreshing ions with built-in impact <laughs> i do i do Ion love spiders, the idea yeah. i i i do so i was building the trooper side of this list while you guys were talking about those other pieces that yeah was but i was building the it's, trooper it's side. Not side. A good i don't know i really don't know if it is i mean you get a becky 50 points it's gonna cost you that i don't think you should i think if you're gonna run a trooper thing you should just do remnant because you get independent aim true. on everything or independent dodge i do like the idea of four to five scout trooper units like I said, I think get, people have been sleeping on them pretty hard. I mean, you get two scouts in Remnant, and then you can put the scouts upgrades on with all the, the Death all Troopers the and Stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can run scouts um, with the original T21 to throw eight black, four white, crit two. Like I said, I've a become thing. a lover of the uh, emergency transponders I have. They are good. So they are, they are good. It's very, very nice. Are you putting them on every trooper unit you have? Uh, yes, only because it helps with the suppression. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, again, suppression, suppression. Because remember, that's the thing that, that Tim was very worried about when yep. talking about the, the Imperial side of that. He did so. say that, but he's also Tim. He did. But he's also, also Tim. But I mean, but I get it. But if you're going to play, you know, this this version of it, you're probably going to have to make sure you're okay with that. And if you get put into I mean, that spot where you do need a trooper to grab a thing and then they don't get to remove their suppression, so they panic and don't count, that would suck. Right. You, especially God now with forbid the way you the have a downside. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, inspiring presence is only five points. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you know, you can you can you can do some interesting interesting things with that cuz the heavies are cheap. We forget how how cheap the stormtrooper heavies are. Yeah. But even their most expensive is the RTC 97, which is a red and three white dice at range 4. It's and that's good. only 24 points. I mean, yeah, it's real good. It's real real good. As we know, HH12s are value. And HR shelves are valuable. Like, and that's only 16 points. So you get more points back out of it. God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's this, I mean, this thing's going to be gross, and it's definitely going to throw a wrench and, in tournament list building. Oh, you oh also, there's three bikes in that. I mean, just, there's geez. still three bikes. I mean, like, Jay Muth has got to be dancing this day. Like, he was yeah, already somewhere. dancing from Blizzard. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jay, all the toys that Jay has wanted his entire life. And that's, has been built up. <laughs> that's just something I want to briefly talk about. It is frustrating to play not Empire and see them get three battle yes. forces before anyone else really gets their second. Like, I mean, yeah, Rebels, this, this it is, is on the weird way. that this didn't didn't drop the same day as Bright Tree, but I'm counting Rebels have two right now. Yeah, right? sure. It, you're yeah, about but, to get your second, but this technically beat you to that. So, yeah, Empire three, I the rest one. Like I, I have one. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, my Separatist yeah. Invasion Force doesn't feel very different than what I was already playing. You get that eighth B1 unit. I, I, I do. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty big, yeah. But but beforehand, not, I was already even, playing with AATs and five I mean, B1s. Like, it okay, was because your points would be Regardless of, like, what your Battle Force does, you have one. Yeah, yeah, you don't have, yeah no, for sure. You don't have your B1 Battle Force and your, like, oops, all B2s Battle Force or, you know, like... Empire gets all these cool new flavors, and where's the rest of our support? It's mm-hmm. just like Remnant felt fine because you were releasing those units. Fine, make it a thematic thing sure. to go along with Gideon and Dark. But since we're not fine. we're not getting a new unit for Tempest, it's just a thing that yeah. Comes this is out. just a thing that is like it's like right. well, Empire. We know Rebels are getting a thing, so here's yours too. Like now, come here's on. the thing. I will I will say. We do know that new battle forces for the other factions are are coming. Sure. And I will give them credit. None of this 
Like, we knew Tempest Force was at some point coming. I was expecting it, like, post-Gen Con. I thought they would let Bright Tree have its moment in the sun. That would be, like, the new, cool, fresh thing to shake up the meta, and then they would put the next thing out. These these new Battle Forces could drop on a random... Like, they've set the precedent that this could drop yeah. on a random Tuesday. Yes, like, but why this I'm really this surprised now? this didn't drop on the same yeah. day as the Ewoks. Yeah. Like, I get it if you want to release this when Ewoks release. It is thematic to this. go... It's a yeah. pair with the Ewoks. Right. I get it. But wait so, for after Ewoks. Give me... Yes. Like, you're clearly comfortable introducing new... Like, not new miniatures, but new cards for miniatures you already have. New command cards. Like, hold this for a few months and... Like, try to get something out for, I don't care who, Separatists or Gar or somebody, somebody yeah. else. It's just, it's a little disheartening that they get three. I don't care that they're all good either. Like, it feels like attention is only going to one place, even though, like, sure, now, we've heard the other ones are happening, right. but, like, where are they? You know? But Bright Tree is going to require minis to be bought and painted. Right, and that's why it's not Like, coming whenever out like my this, Geonosian Battle Force is coming, because we, we know it's Geonosians. That's new mm-hmm. miniatures require painting and a whole different you know build design ethos. How this is entirely existing miniatures. Like you could make one yeah, for Republic right. Wookiees. You could make one, like I said, like some sort of silly oop like you could make a Kajik invasion force that's like uh snail tanks and has mm-hmm. cards about those like flying mm-hmm. CIS transports so you can like infiltrate or something. You know, there's all kinds of cool places you but- could go and it's all going to Empire, it feels like. Yeah, Tempest and Blizzard required no fresh cards other than the things they gave you to print. Yeah, so it's interesting. But, like I said, I do like the precedent that they could drop stuff on a random Tuesday. And this wasn't tied to a release. I know that, at least for for the Geonosian one, that that very much is tied to a release. Um, But now that we have the the wherewithal that, you know, we could get anything that that builds with existing units. Who knows? We'll see. Um, But this is... Yeah, it does feel like if you're not playing Empire, and you're, once again, going back to our conversation about what is your barometer, and your barometer is just your win-loss record, it's a pretty good day to just buy Empire. Or even if your barometer is, I love ATSTs, it's also a really good yeah. day. Yeah, and yeah. you maybe have to buy some new minis for this, because you're, I don't know who's got more than three full scouts. Well, you only need so, two. I, I think I have yeah. one. I think I have one full scout. <laughs> like I, I, maybe I bought the sequence. I think I, know, I think I bought a second one a while back, but yeah, because at the time you only you could basically make enough scouts out of what you needed to. Yep, yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I like it. I do, and I know the market research says that people come to Star Wars to play Empire. They do. Like Empire is a lot of the iconography. It's a lot of their sales. Like it is a lot, a, a lot of those pieces. Well, and the and the cynic in me is just like, well, we've got all this new stuff. And AMG, as probably not even AMG, Asmodee looked at their warehouse and be like, man, we got a whole bunch of unsold scouts from three years ago and ATSD models from the launch of the game. How can we move these? (laughs) And there's that new one coming out, the the new ATST with Bright Tree. If you want to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, and that may be what they're banking on is the people who bought Bright, Bright Tree are also playing Empire. So well, because doesn't it? Yeah, one. you could make Marquan the new ATST that has the Imperial guy out the hatch, right? It's yes. it's yeah, yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense. Or you can magnetize that now. bad boy, and then yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna so. get, if I get one, I'm just gonna put locked dirt in the top. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> he survived. <laughs> right. Just before we get funds. even even more cynical on our Asmodee European overlords, let's uh, let's let's shut this bad boy down. 
Uh, I didn't think this was going to be a two-hour show, but lo and behold, now here we are. I th- there's a lot, there really is a lot to this. I mean, there's good in this. I, I do yeah, there, like there the is. thematics. We also had a half hour talk about our own expectations and what we want out of yeah. lists. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I don't think this is a metalist destroyer of worlds. This isn't more Doom and Gloom. This isn't as it's bad. Not Blizzard I, Force. I say that now. It's not as bad as old Blizzard Force. It's strong, not overpowered. Not as, not as yeah. as I may Blizzard be very Force. wrong. <laughs> Um, our first takes are usually very bad. Yeah. Um, Especially Tim's. Yeah, you definitely have to come up, though, with ways to fit impact, you know, you already four or five yeah. plus into your, into your list. I thought we were you were, either, we were, we were, we were. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you, you brought up a point, and I have to pontificate. Did I? Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for, for bringing... Uh, Bringing your your drive time, your paint time to, to hang out with the Stabcast, we we generally do appreciate it. We do. Uh, we never thought we would be doing this for for this long to get to 124 episodes, so that does warm what's left of my heart. Um, so like until next time, we can do this for I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> until next time, I'm Ryan Slavoski, reminding you that uh, maybe the Ewok tides will still crash. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we'll just get stepped on. I'm Will High, reminding you that uh, I really want other battle forces. Give me my Wookiee yeah, Battle Force, I, damn it. And I'm Ben Fowler reminding you, AMG, you can give us cards. Clearly, that's a possible thing to be dropped on a Wednesday. I'll print them. I'll print them for my house. It'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing you can totally do. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Man, way to end on a fucking downer, everyone. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> shitty. <laughs>of brisket on a roller you can check out our instagram <laughs> i mean i mean if you want to see that's what brett's like minis that. look like yes brett's minis sometimes do look like brisket on a roller <laughs> will post up a so, picture of his uh, shatterpoint game and hopefully my commissions that he's going to finish sometime he's not going to finish someday. those anytime soon <laughs>